end of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta fix it that. It's the end of the world. One of the these fuck days. is that? And it's, it's just also, that. I think it's that sound bite. I need to get it again. Something's wrong. The beginning of a brand new, solid, juggalo world. For a song to We do have a guest. I, I, I blew the load right off the bat, but we'll keep that secret. Welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle, a.k.a. Keezy, and this is Deck One Dalton. This is my best friend in the whole wide world. Carver Lawyer, call me Carvey. Call me Corvey. You love me. You hate me. You don't have to adore me. Yes. All, all of that. Yes, sir. Um, so today we're down Chris. Don't worry. He he did die. We don't care, and we will not bring him up again. Okay? <laughs> oh, man. So that's that. I'm glad we got that out Holy of the way. shit. Um, other than that, I do want to address uh, more important things. Uh, people in the comments, welcome. Uh, Gage, Echo Side Fiend, DC Fago Guy and Megs, and Derek Bruno. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Garbage. Wait, what? Hey, don't say that. Hey, speaking of garbage, our episode last week, I'm just kidding. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Last yeah. week was one for the ages. Mm, it God. was, dude. Vinny Mac, man. We love you, Vinny Mac. He's now part of the Deck One Delt family. He's part of the lore. He is. He's joined That's us. Say. He's joined us. We're going to hang out with him at the fucking gathering. Yeah, man. It's going to be great. We're going to bump up, bump up. Elbow what? uglies, elbows. What? what? Hold I mean, on, wait. Uh, what's the, whatever that elbow expression is. Yeah. That's rub elbows. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. That said, you are, we are. I already spilled the beans, so let's just bring him in. Let's not keep him waiting anymore, ladies and gentlemen. From you know wherever they're from, something or other. <laughs> I fucked that up. All right. Welcome everyone, our friends and yours. I'm gonna unmute them. Here they come. DC Fagel guy and Max. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Welcome. It didn't work. I should have had a party, party streamer or something. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> that, was, that was great. All right, welcome, guys. It's like a coming out party. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> hey, where are you guys? Where are you guys I from? I forget I forget where you're from every time. Indiana. Indiana. Somewhere Indiana. in Indiana. <laughs> are, you, are, you outside, yeah. are you outside of, uh, what is it, uh, Fort, Fort Wayne? Fort Myers? Yeah. Whatever we're fort. in that area. How we'll many fort, How many forts are in, are in Indiana? By the way, <laughs> is there like, I only know of one. And are they actually? Way. Are there actually any forts? <laughs> the whole city is called a fort, but there's no forts. I think because it used to be back in the day. I think that's how that works. Fuck, I don't. Don't know. be saying stuff you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome, guys. We got Megs. We got D, the the world famous DC Fago guy and Megs in the house today. Welcome, guys. Yes, yes. World famous. I don't have a spot at the gathering. Y'all are the ones that are famous. <laughs> oh. Hey man, you know we all we had to do was um, wait until they announced all the other guests and then just beg, 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 and they just let us in. That's how it worked. Yeah, that we do. Sounds about right. Right. <laughs> we are beggars behind the scenes. Y'all don't even know. Um, so welcome. We, you know, you know, I, I, I invited you guys uh, today because we've we've talked to DC Fagai, v- good friend of the show, been hanging with us for a long time. Megs, you know, we met. We're we're great friends as well, obviously, but. We've talked to DC Fager guy enough. He's here just as a bonus, right? We're here for you, Megs. He's like emotional support, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, that's all. 
Um, so we d- we we want we wanted to talk to you, Megs, about your Juggalo origin story because I I'm pretty okay. sure we've got DCs. I may not okay. have I may not have posted the clip yet, but I'm pretty sure I got his. Um, well, here's the thing I I've told my story more than once, but I don't believe you've ever told yours anywhere. Not before. even on my own channel. Oh my it. god, this this is a fucking Declan Delta exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, I, I I've never heard it. So. Exclusive yeah. content. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, so. Megs, um, tell us, how'd you become a juggalo? Well, we went camping, me and my dad, and he was like, if you want to invite some friends, you know, whatever. So, of course, I did. And it was like 80-some acres. Wait, how old are so you? She- oh, shit, I don't know. And what year is this? Let's, let's, let's I was pretty picture. young. Like, we're talking like middle school, maybe, like uh, barely middle school. What, what ICP album is, is this the era of? I have no idea. The way that she's <laughs> described it, I feel like it's somewhere between 2005 and 2007. It's okay. where I've pretty much kind of figured. I was really young, like probably too young to be listening to ICP. I'm just going to say that. Okay. okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like this big wooded area. There's no like cell phone signal. There's no TV. Right. So we bring our MP3 players because that was a thing back then. And we go like hiking and stuff. And we had this idea like we were going to switch MP3 players. And I was going to like listen to hers on shuffle and she'll listen to mine. Mm. And while we're like walking and stuff in my room, my ICP came on mm. and I just fell in love with that song. And she was like, oh, you never heard ICP before? And I was like, no. So then she put them on shuffle. And, you know, when you don't have like other distractions and you're just listening to music, it's really easy to like get lost and like imagining like music videos and what they would look like and stuff. Especially yeah. being in the, like <laughs> camping out in the woods, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, what of- else are you gonna do? Like we were that was before smartphones yeah. were even invented. Like it wasn't a thing. You didn't have like games on our phone. We didn't even have cell phones. Well, you might have had Snake, but <laughs> I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. Yeah. It might have been like a track phone for emergencies, but mm-hmm. that would be it. So I just fell in love with the creativity of each song. It just felt like there was so much there. And so then after that camping trip, of course, I went back and like started looking them up on YouTube, like music videos. And like back then, like I didn't even own any CDs. I didn't have money for CDs. So we <laughs> like downloaded the shit. Right. So I never had like the Joker cards until I met some more Juggalos and kind of got a bigger group of Juggalo friends. Someone just handed me like a burnt off copy of all six. Hmm. They're like, oh, you never heard the Joker cards? And I was like, no. Wow. What a you gift. So I like binge that shit like over and over, like in order, like all six just kept playing over and over. All on one disc? No, they were like six discs. Oh, okay. Like with a Sharpie say, written on them. Like they have they have those like data <laughs> discs plot. that you can this put like multiple <laughs> albums on. Yeah, like an MP3 disc. Yeah, yeah. So and I just binged it basically. Oh yeah. And then yeah. it was probably a few years after that, like Bang Pal Boom came out. And that was the first like ICP CD I actually bought. Oh, nice. And then shortly after that, I met him. Yeah. Like Bang Pow Boom was the newest Joker card when we met because we met in early 2010. And my experience with the second deck is so different because the second deck, I actually had to like wait for each CD to come out Mm. and I could only listen to like one CD at a time. And like with Yum Yum, we went to a release party up in Detroit, Michigan. And I've never done anything like that. That was my first for me. Yeah. So this is like a totally different experience from like the first six, which for me felt like went 
by like in a blink of an eye because right. I had all six at once. And right. that was my first time ever hearing it. But now you finally got to like, you had something to look forward to from them. So that was yeah, like a new yeah, experience. For yeah. sure. It's funny. Uh, anticipating and like, when's the next car going to come yeah, out? Like, right. you know, hearing stories of people that like kind of binge the first six for, and then only, you know, in a, in a couple years span, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like when a series of movies or something like somebody want, you know, people get into like, you know, Friday the 13th or something like that. And they go and binge all the movies. Mm-hmm. They, if it's taken decades to get all these out or, or a decade or whatever, but, they just have it at their fingertips right yeah. there. It's, it kind of reminds me of that. You just have that. You have the whole saga there that you can just go dive right into, like binge it, you know? And then, Oh, yeah. yeah. Within a week, I had all six, like, yeah. listened to probably multiple times. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So so you you get all the CDs. You you have all the six Joker's cards. Then what next? Well, and that, that was the thing, too, because my I didn't have, like, money to buy the CDs. So my main access was back then like youtube oh yeah so then you know twisted came up and i'm like who the hell is twisted and then you know boondocks shows up and like you're you may also like video lists and then i discovered abk and that's how i like it was a slow thing so was was, i really didn't understand all that back then right so um was um being a juggalo part of uh you you getting into a relationship with dc Probably. Yeah, because we met through mutual uh, homies. I think, too, like being a juggalo before I met him and dating juggalos and dating guys that weren't juggalos, it just isn't the same. Mm. And there is that kind of like, are they going to understand or am I going to get a judgment? Are they going to go with me to like my first concert? Like, are they going to like blow me shit for like going without him? Yeah. So that definitely was something that appealed me to him. But like, I mean, look at him. <laughs> All I had to oh, see was that face. Oh, he's a hunk. You don't got to yeah, tell us. Handsome guy. <laughs> but the thing is, I age like wine. Like, I feel like I'm more attractive now than yeah, I was. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we met on MySpace. That, that was the era, man. Oh, wow. Right? Nice. You can have like uh, your top five friends on MySpace. And like people would like, if you weren't on that top five, like you were butthurt. Basically. Yeah. Top eight. He was on somebody else's top five, and I was like, "Who is that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was cause for uh, a relationship termination back then. And then if you're on when somebody I went else's to your top eight, and you can like edit your background. You had like Hatchet Man or something. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's the lottery. Like, what more could you ask Hell for? Yeah. I mean, that was 2010. I was hardcore. Like everywhere I went, everyone knew. Yeah, I was oh, a yeah. Like there was no questioning. Now, you know, I'll wear shirts that aren't exactly ICP related, mm-hmm. but then it was like hat, shirt, shoes, socks. Yeah. Well, we talked about too, like when I was in high school, like I wasn't allowed to wear ICP stuff. So it was like I had a medallion that I would put like under my shirt. And then after I would get out of my parents' car and I'm like walking up, I would like pull it out. <laughs> <Tuck Nice. your laughs> I wasn't allowed to have that at home, you know, oh, yeah, or like friends great. would give me shirts and stuff or whatever, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's interesting. So, um, so you're, ju- you're becoming a juggalo at while still living at home with your parents. Um, I always, yeah. I always love asking, I always love asking this cause I think it's, it's, it, most people become juggalos. It seems like in their formative years. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you, especially when you live with your, yeah, when you live with sure. your, when you live with your parents, especially you kind of like almost like a, a switch flips when you become a juggalo. So it's interesting to see how parents take it. So how did your parents take it? Obviously they weren't a fan of it, but what, how, was no, it, like, not at all. how did that play out? Like, did they eventually uh, come around? 
No, like there was one time I actually, <laughs> no. when I first got my license, I was driving my mom's car a lot because I got my permit and stuff. And uh, I would like to take her to work, you know, whatnot, and uh, then go sneak around with him. <laughs> and <laughs> I had accidentally left like this burnt ICP mixtape in the car. Oh my God, I thought I was like going to get kicked out. <laughs> it was that bad. Because oh, she, she claims that she put it on. And the first song that played was Fuck the World. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, it really is. I just remember her like not because of the cussing. She was against the cussing. And sure. I was like, well, that was the worst song that could have played. Because- yeah, of course. Yeah. And we've actually since yeah. then, we've made her a CD of the songs we think she'd approve of. Mild on the cussing, mild on the killing. Okay. Like, like years and years ago. Right. Like, years right. ago when we were like more. Yeah. yeah. Did she have, what now? Is she like just kind of like whatever about it? Like, oh, that's. Well, no, it, it's more so like everything is like, if, like we even mentioned like we're going to a concert or something. It's like, oh, an ICP concert. <laughs> and I'm like, not every, like we listen to other music, you know, like not everything is ICP. There's like, a, I, I, there's like an air of judgment behind still every. Still hasn't come around. Yeah, yeah. Is for sure. Like, she, well, I feel like maybe she's waiting for us to grow out of it, but I feel like she's also <laughs> accepted that we like the music. And we're yeah. still good people, even though, yeah. you know, I feel like yeah. that's, I remember one time it was maybe we were dating maybe a year or two. I remember she came back from work and she said that one of her coworkers like played her some songs oh, way God, before yeah, we made the CD. Awful. And she's like, yeah, so one of my coworkers showed me this song and this song and this song. And I'm like, they probably went and picked you the worst ones. Not everything's like that. You got to remember, this is just like the equivalent of a, of a horror movie. Right. Yeah, and see when Bang Pow Boom they were touring for that album, I was still underage because mm. my group of friends was going to sneak me to it, and then last minute, like the day before, I decided not to go because they were all over eighteen and I was still under, mm. and I was like, I just didn't want to get anyone in trouble because I, I probably would have been fine, <laughs> but if my mom would have like come to check on my room or something and I wasn't there and like I could see her like pressing. Or trying to press charges or something. Oof. I could just see that happening. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't just didn't want to risk it. So I stayed back and I really yeah. regretted that. Yeah, I mean, but if your parents if your parents are that hardcore, it's probably a good idea <laughs> sometimes like be like, all right. I'll. My dad didn't really give a shit, but <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like the big like anti mm. I see. That was uh, I would say Bang Pow Boom is what brought us together because the friends that she was talking about that she was going to go with, I originally was going to be the ride to take them. And the the lady, her name was Leisha. She actually, she reached out to me. She's like, Hey, would you be able to take me and a couple friends down to, it was the bang pow boom tour. I was like, Hell yes. Let me know when. And if you can, if you buy my ticket, I will drive you. And then I hit her up like day, two days before. And she's like, Oh, I found another ride. Thanks though. So I ended up missing that tour. We both oh, missed man. it. Yeah. And then it was like two, three months later is when you and I started talking as friends on MySpace. And I was like, this whole time, there's a bigger world of jugglers in the area that I didn't know. I only knew the one person. So it was kind of cool. Well, that's just because you're an introvert and I'm more extroverted. Quick story. It was bittersweet though, because they still invited me over and we like painted up and I helped them pack. And it was like, I just, I wanted to go so bad. That was a fun tour. A quick, quick story about the tour when they came here through Columbus. Jay came down in the uh, in the crowd. Really? Yeah, he was at he was out his biggest, you know, at that point. He he was he was huge. He came down in the crowd and actually was like got attacked. Basically, I I wouldn't say attacked, but 
basically got mobbed. Yeah, he basically got mobbed and he was swinging. I remember that. Oh, it, shit. It was, oh. Yeah, it was. It, it was at I think the uh, uh, the LC or yeah. whatever the hell it's called. I, I don't. I, I'm sure I was at that show. I don't remember it. Only only time I only thing I associate with that venue is the uh, Wicked Wonka. I can never. Yeah, he. I, I just I just remember that. Like he was actually pretty hype on that tour. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> so quick little story. But yeah, he That's was funny. swinging, man. He was not taking. He a, was not fucking with them, w- with them hound dogs like that. Yeah, that was that was the tour he brought JJ out for, right? His son. Maybe, maybe I, I can't. So. I can't remember that. I I remember the the wicked Wonka him bringing the bait like he was a baby, and that would have been what like two thousand five, six, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I think JJ was born in 05. The okay. Wicked Wonka tour was 03, so might oh. have been a different tour. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I remember him bringing out as a little kid. Yeah, it might have been, it might have been Bang Pop yeah. Boom. Then, might have been the sure. Bang Pop Boom then, yeah. Yeah, we're getting held up on the minutia, but nevertheless, that, <laughs> <laughs> that I, I remember, I do remember being drunk at that show. Was you? <laughs> I was pretty drunk. Which one? I think Bang Pow Boom, oh, yeah. yeah. I think at that point, me and you weren't like talking at that point, but I remember like, seeing you and like even though we weren't like really like talking like i think we at least like communicated okay, at that time yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like we said what's up how, like we need to go how back long to that have you guys been friends i mean we've 90, literally 99 i mean yeah we've literally been friends like 20 years yeah. it seems yeah. but um but uh i mean but we had it we had a period where we kind of like you know, uh, went apart from each other, you know, but it, falling out, it happened. It happens with everybody, but it was always, but it was, they have a breaker. yeah. I mean, we always, we always, um, we still always had mutual friends. So we would always see each other and it would always be ICP that would, we would end up talking about or whatever, you know, even though we you know weren't really talking any other time. So, so what got you guys back together? Uh, just uh, just time enough time passed and uh, one late night thinking about each other. <laughs> well, I, I yeah. actually got what. Well, yeah, it was like it was just one of those things. Like again, mutual friend. We, when you when you have a certain friend that like, I'll put it I'll put it this way. You know, to me, he's someone like there. He's a create in my my impression is he's a creative mind that you just can't let go. You have to be like, man. We used to do this. We used to do that. We used to do this, and we we're good at it. Let's, man, I got, I got, I got to get back in touch with this guy. Sure. That type of shit. And then, and then you talk to friends, and you're like, "Hey, man, tell him I want to hit him up. Tell him to yeah. call me. Tell, tell him that. the blah 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 blah." That type some, of shit. Some of that, you know, just it was years, probably yeah. five years or so. And then I started a podcast, and I literally the first podcast I was like, "I want to bring us." It was a, me and a, a few of us. It was me, Chris included. I brought Chris. Uh, Carver and our other buddy all on the podcast. That was episode one of my podcast that we started. And then from there, it was just like, we just kept hanging again. Yeah, just too much, too much history to let go. I mean, a lot yeah. of history between us. We've been on stage together. Mm-hmm. We've been in pretty much fights, pretty much <laughs> together. We've been so, just a lot of shit, man. You know, relationships. Awesome. You guys are able to kind of come back and yeah. just pick up where you left off. Yeah, yeah, yeah it works out yeah. sometimes. And we're, we're both people that like, when we feel strongly about something, it's like, fuck you, ride or die. But it's also like you, we can let go of it real quick too. It's like, Oh, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to hold on to those friendships. Cause yeah. they're really hard to come by. Yeah, for sure. And that's the dynamic that drew me into the podcast. Well, thanks. You guys are old time homies. Yeah. I, I think the, uh, you know, grow, growing up together, you just, uh, you know, I've, I've known him longer than I haven't. So you just kind of, uh, you, at growing up together, you, you end up having the same sort of, uh, yeah. 
mannerisms, ideal, ideals or about life, yada, yada, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just works out. Well, because I think up to the point of me discovering your guys' podcast, there were plenty of podcasts where there was multiple people, but they met online. Whereas you guys were actually like in life, real friends. So there was, to me, there was a chemistry between you two that no other podcast had yeah. or could create. Like you could tell they were genuinely yeah. good friends. And there's evidence of that now because several of those podcasts have stopped. You know <laughs> what I mean? And you guys are still going. And I think that's one thing I mentioned when we discussed doing this podcast i was like you know we're because i was watching too i was watching other people's podcasts and i was like we're we're going to be different just because we're going to be in the same room together and we've known right. each other for that long we haven't met online it's not mm -hmm. like a community meeting online and trying to create like it's a legitimate friendship you know that's right. where the core of it comes from so i i knew going into that that, that it would be that slight difference so. mm -hmm. Well, yeah. nevertheless, I mean, this isn't, you know, who our origin story. Yeah, fuck that. We, we, <laughs> you know, part, part of, part of the reason, you know, and that, to bring it back to you guys, that's part of the reason why, why, um, I, I, I do enjoy watching your guys' streams and stuff when you're together, especially like, I don't, you know me, I don't watch a whole lot of YouTube and live, but you know, when I see you guys together, I enjoy it because as a married guy, especially, I enjoy watching your guys' interactions together. And uh, it, it's just, I don't know, you f it's fun to be feel like you're there. That's why podcasts are fun to begin with, right? That's the whole right. point. So it, when you have when you have people that are already, like, so close and everything, it, just, it makes it eat all more cohesive, and it all works out. Yeah. We've yeah. known each other since 2010. So 13 yeah. years now. And we also had a small break, yeah. but we reconnected. There you go. It's, yeah, you, but it wasn't it wasn't five years. It was only like a year or so. So yeah, like seven months, I think. Yeah. Even yeah. Well, when it, there was just that friendship that I just you know what I mean. It was like we just genuinely missed someone's company. It wasn't even you know anything else. It yeah. was just what and else? and juggalo shit too. It was like we were each other's you know concert buddy, buddy yeah. gathering buddy like it's hard to let go of all that oh yeah it's like like you know it's the history that's part and, of it and i'll say yeah. like your guys's channel i'll say you guys because you know i see both of you on there doing things but you know and i and, and it's it's a it's a unity between you know it's not just dc you know when i watch when i've watched dc videos i've always seen you megs i've always seen so there's that there there's that connection there and it's in like i'll use this word humble it is truly humble like it's a genuine humble feeling of of you know in fact it, it it invites you in and like yeah that's what you guys have and like that when well, thank when, you when people that have asked when people from day one, when people have asked me, like, uh, there's like YouTube, there's like Juggalos on YouTube. I've always said, like, yeah, go check out DC because, like, I think you're the most inviting person in this community. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> you're pretty laid back personality. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to be. We love him. We, we love DC. <laughs> yeah. and, we, and we love you, Megs. You know, who cares about him? Once again. Um, yeah, and that's what I said. I, I, <laughs> I was doing YouTube videos way before he was. She so. really was. She's the reason I even did YouTube. Yeah. 2005, YouTube became a thing, and I instantly got a YouTube channel and lied because I was not 14. Okay. And then I made another one when I was 14. That's <laughs> crazy. What were you? So, what were you? I was the one that like pushed him. What were you doing on there? 
Like uh, Megs, what were you doing oh, on your YouTube channel? Shit. Yeah. It was so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, she it, was everything was right there. There's some of it I couldn't watch. Yeah. She no, wouldn't let me watch some of it. It's long been deleted. Like <laughs> uh, I was young and stupid. Yeah. I mean, my, my kids, I I have kids that I have grown up in this age. And, yeah, you're good. I'm sorry. Where there's a little bit of a delay. I'm sorry. Oh, is there? My YouTube channel now mostly has concert footage, concert vlogs, um, vlogs. like monthly vlogs with us and just kind of like adventures that we go on. Like we went to a monster truck rally. So I like vlog that and his is more so like CD reviews. Yeah. Juggalo shit. Yeah. You you, you did CD reviews for, I don't know if your heart was in it. No, it was, but you critiqued it too much. Oh, wow. Damn. Constructive criticism. You were like, I didn't mean to make fun of you. You did. Like, he was watching it and he was like making fun of it. And I was like, that's the last fucking theater you I'm sorry, but you were like pointing out the case being cracked. I'm like, that's like not the artist's fault. Like, I will say, I will say, I mean, he has some of the best reviews. Yeah, yeah, you're you're um you're a little more concise and just like yeah yeah that that's a hard I mean uh, yeah, come on now come on it you know let up a little bit you got some of the best reviews online as far in this community so you can't know, hold you, everybody you, to you, that standard yeah, yeah. <laughs> man that's that's funny, I don't though. think I've done any since oh wow come on Megs bring back bring back a CD review. Megs, what, what, what's Megs? What's the next actual ICP Juggalo or not? What's the next CD coming out that you're looking forward to? The one at the gathering. Uh, yeah. we, uh, weeping. Well, you should fucking do a review of it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Do it. Come on, y'all. Be, beg Megs to do a review. We want to see. It. And <laughs> if the fucking CD is cracked, I want to know. If the case is cracked, I want to know. And honestly, yum yum. The whole yum yum series. Do it all. Well, start yeah, that would probably be more my style. Yeah, start slow. But yeah, man, I mean, I'd love to watch it. I, I, in DC, everybody has their own style. I would love to see somebody pointing out all the fucking little dumb shit. And especially as a guy that works in QA, I want to know all the shit that slipped through so the cracks. What if I did a video like pointing all that shit out and nothing, absolutely nothing about the album itself? <laughs> That'd be great. You're like, it sounds like, fine. It sounds fine, I guess, but it looks beautiful well, i don't really think that this green is a good green i would have went with like a hunter green <laughs> yeah that's funny i love that you know so megs i did have a question about this whole era the uh the yum yum era what i mean what does this meant to you how how is what is this this era of, of yum yum and the you know that they're going to the direction of the let's make a female joker's card that type of thing not not that i'm you know trying to you know accuse your gender what is it called assume your gender assume it why did why did i say accuse a gender <laughs> well the last time we had talked about what did i don't want to put words in your mouth you had said something about you kind of took it as like jay's toxic ex yeah like a toxic relationship equal to yeah. a toxic joke but i took it as he was a toxic one in the relationship oh wow that's a great fucking take Wow! Yeah, and you know what? You had like a complete opposite when we we like listened to the whole album and we were talking after, you know. And I was like, I got like a totally different feeling. And we, I don't remember now, but some of the lyrics we had kind of went over, and it was like, I kind of could see your side, you could kind of see my side, and like, oh, that could be Jay, or it could be a girl, like it could be both. 
Mm. See, this is why you have to have other perspectives from other. I mean, like, yeah, that's a great take because uh, you can obviously tell Jay is toxic in a lot of different aspects of of you know what he's doing with the music and in, in his life, and he's and he admits it, so it's not a bad mm. thing. But like, yeah, that's crazy. That's, you know, that's really you know what cool. would be a cool idea is if she did if she did didn't want to go jump right back into reviews. You could always do one with DC, especially if it's a juggalo one. You could each listen to it and then each have your own opinions and bring it, and then like it would be kind of a fun discussion about it. That might be something to throw out there. Just saying, yeah. you guys do we you, but hey, like a listening party possibly. Yeah, we one. we've done like one or two listening parties so far, oh. and I think that they're good because we can get our first impressions right then and there. That's a great idea. I wonder if we'll be able to get it in time to listen to it before we do our show. Well, if it's open Wednesday, we should be able to get well yeah. Wednesday. Listen to it, maybe talk about it on the show uh during the live show anyways we'll talk we'll yeah. figure that out yeah sure let's do that yeah. um all right uh megs all right well let's see we've held you up for a while megs is there any last things you want to discuss talk about or uh mention any other cool um i mean you're welcome to tell any other stories if, if you don't feel we're holding you up we can uh keep talking no but, you're fine we're, we have anything um, going on do you is there any specific juggalo like moments or stories that you do want to share that pop out that uh you definitely wanted to put out there probably my first gathering or my first concert. Mm, okay. I'd say both, even. It was an American Psycho tour, so it was seeing ICP and Twisted together. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a pretty good and one. And yeah. it was, I was not prepared. No one prepared me <laughs> for Fago Break. <laughs> and I got, like, hit twice yeah. by Shaggy. Were you And, front? you know, the light and everything. Like, it was just really intense. But I fell in love with just the experience. And that's, we've just been concert buddies ever since. Like, that was not only my first ICP concert, that was my first concert ever. Oh, wow. That's And I was like wild. 17, 18? <laughs> I had to be 18. 2011, I think you were 18. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have been allowed to go if I wasn't 18. Damn, so. that's now, crazy. Now, had I had to turn 18, yeah. Now, had you, have you... At that point, had you watched the shockumentary? Did you have any clue? No, you were going no, nothing. Okay, no. going in blind had, to that had to be a really had blind. to be a fucking uh, real wake up call in life. I was like, I love ICP, and they're coming close to my hometown. Let's go! I'm 18. Let's go! And I may have uh, falsely led you because when yeah. we got there, our seats was back a little bit, and I'm like, oh, we're not going to get hit by a single bottle. Within 15 minutes, they're shooting by us. I'm like, I was wrong. Yeah. Be careful. Watch the bottles as they're coming. I did duck. And it hit me like right in the throat. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you got to be on it. Hey, don't, hey, Megs, don't feel bad. My, I mean, I won't go into it. I think I've told it before, but my wife will tell you the story of when she was pregnant and I, I dragged her to the gathering and I we were getting chased out because we didn't have tickets and i ran we all ran and she got left behind because it was so muddy and she got stuck oh, in the mud oh my god i forgot about that, that i didn't run too far i was maybe like 20 yards ahead and i came back for her she was stuck You're in the never mud gonna live that down i know no, believe no, me no. i don't she mentions it every time the gathering's brought up i know <laughs> i'm not I'm, i think she mentioned it hey, when you want to go yeah so you can ditch me again <laughs> yeah seriously that's a that's a common thing we always joke about the sinker float that he used to do Hmm. Because that was my idea that I wanted to do for my channel, but he was not on board. Oh, wow. And then he went and he That's did it on so his much. channel, and then like it took off, of course. Wow. Well, that, that is that, like every video, people are like, bring Sinker Float back. Wow. Like, mm -hmm. That's asshole ish, but it's also genius. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
But now he doesn't do it at all. So well, because it was Fago floats, I'm like, this feels like it should be on my channel. But I always do feel bad about that, and that's why I've you always feel bad. You should, and that's why I've said now, if we do bring it back, it would probably be on no, your channel. No, I wouldn't take it from you. Because nah. on my channel, we do the is, is it Fago thing. Oh. We like blind taste test a Fago flavor with other off brands. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. So I think we've done cola, orange, and twist. Yeah. Oh, that's really so like fun. For twist, we had like Sprite, we had Fago, we had the Seven Up. Seven Up. We had, and we would blind taste test and Ooh. see if we could guess which so one was Fago. Or that's not. on your. That's still on your channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. people can watch that. What were you gonna mention? I, I did have a question now. Now, early on with the with the channel, did you guys? Did you guys take like how seriously did you take it? Did you did you view it as a business? Did you say? Did you have a lot of decisions that you made? Like, man, we I need to do this because it need, it belongs on the, on my channel. Blah blah blah. Did did you have a lot of those types of thoughts, or was it just kind of like, yeah, whatever, let's fucking fuck around? Because I, I you seem meticulous, like you really wanted to create something that would actually matter. So I was already doing like vlogs just so that I could go back and you know view the memories and stuff. And he was watching CD reviews a lot. So I was like, you should start your own channel and do CD reviews. Mm. And then the more comfortable I think he got on camera, the more he was in my vlogs. And then when we got kind of more financially stable, we were going to more concerts and stuff. So that's why I have like a lot of concert vlogs on my channel now. But it wasn't really ever in the beginning like that. It was never really like a a business decision. It was just kind of like for fun. If she has an idea, we'll typically put it on her channel. And a lot of times it's just if I have an idea, I kind of just go in and do it. I think it's different now, though, because you have so many more subscribers than me. Mm. That A lot of times we will put stuff on his channel because it will reach more people. Yeah, I I think that's the good. That's the beauty of you guys each having your own channel. And I mean, and the beauty of not having a boss about it is you can do whatever the fuck you want. Put it on her channel, put it on your channel, put it on both, but whatever. Who gives a shit? You know, like, you know, it's interesting that you brought that up, though, because we had talked about maybe merging. Hmm. Cause like my gathering, we went to the GCG con, the first one. And I think it has like 300 views and that's it. Oh, wow. And I vlogged it like day by day. And I was like, you know, we had talked about maybe re-releasing yeah. it on his channel so we could get to more people. Yeah. YouTube's cool. algorithm just kind of fucks yeah. her every time. Yeah. That's, that's well, and I used to do live streams and stuff, but then they changed the policy and I'm short. I think like a hundred or 200 subscribers. So yeah. now I can't do live streams anymore. That's some bullshit. So, I know, right? Because we used to do like a uh, lunch with Megs in DC, where oh, we would, like yeah. go out and do uh, live streams. Yeah, see, it I was like basically all that shit. Juggalo talk before Juggalo talk. Yeah. Um, what? What? And when I couldn't do it on my channel anymore, we were like, "Well, shit!" So we kind of just went and did Juggalo talk on his channel then. So, so I'm assuming you have plans on vlogging the gathering. Are you going to be w- oh, yeah. with a camera walking around? Okay, cool, cool. Hell yeah. Which we, we've been I, watching like the old vlogs yeah. and just dying laughing at like stupid shit. And oh yeah, she's missing and she's a ninja when it comes to vlogging. And I was fully expecting her to vlog the Twisted Show, Keezy. Mm-hmm. And when we got back, I was like, "So how many clips did you get?" She's like, "I was just kind of in the moment with you guys." So <laughs> I, I asked like her, I asked her if we're, she was going to do that at the gathering. She's like, "I'm not going to say shit because I'm a ninja." 
Okay. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's why I, I like getting candid shots. I'd rather do that than like set shit up. Yeah. Like, hey, do like just get some yeah. cool footage. You know, it's fun. It's gotta be natural. Yeah. You know? yeah Not for sure. Oh, we we did have uh, before we let you go. I did. We had a question in the chat from our homeboy and best friend of the show, Vinny Matt Kissinger. He he said, uh, "Which ICP song made a change of your life or gave you a new meaning? Like like become an official Juggalo ICP fan." I think he's saying, like, which songs had the most meaning to you that would make you become a fan? I think you mentioned it was in my room, right? Mm, yeah. That was the first song I ever heard. So I'd say that one for sure, because it completely changed the whole course of my life. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a I good was one. a teenager. So, I mean, it, it completely changed what I hung out with. You know, it, I probably wouldn't have met him if I hadn't got into ICP. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Like, if we weren't yeah. Juggalos, our our worlds would be oh, yeah. way different than they are now. Same. I don't even know what the fuck I would do. Kind of linked to that question, Megs. What What do you go back to now? Kind of what's like your default fallback uh, music when you kind of go mm. into this juggler world? What do you What do you just throw in now? What sparks your head? What What is like? It feels right. That. I can probably a tie between Malenko and Great Jackal Brothers for okay. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was say Jackal Brothers definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, but- I was an angry teenager when I got into them. So it kind of makes sense that like that when I hear great Malenko or Jackal brothers, it just takes me back to like being young and like hearing yeah. it for the first time. And, but also, uh, the second Joker card came out Ringmaster? on the second deck. Oh, death pop. Death pop. Death when pop. we were together. So yeah. when I hear the death pop, it just makes me think of like us being young and That's, just yeah. invincible. And I love and that. About the, like yeah. each album does that. Isn't it? Isn't oh, it yeah. cool? Like each era has its own little like nostalgia uh, memory tied yeah. to it. It's awesome. And yum yum was the first one that has come out since we've been married. Yeah. And I feel like now as adults, like we have matured so much, even mm-hmm. in the last like five years. So for me, it's like, I hear yum yum. And I think about like how, lucky i feel to have him and not be in a toxic relationship anymore and like have my shit together you know and just be happy like it just makes me feel really thankful and blessed to have i always tell him like i feel like i won the lottery with him like (laughs) he's amazing oh that's awesome i'll tell you what though i'd kill for that beard man I would too, and then he keeps cutting it. Like, he tell him not to. My oldest brother tells me he's jealous of my beard, and I'm like, <laughs> right. I did trim it recently. I do, I do like a reset every so often, and then I get in trouble. Yeah. There was one time that he like shaved it without talking to me. He just shaved it like all the way down to the skin. Oof. Yeah, and I was like, you know, you can't do that. Can't do it. You gotta learn. Life has consequences. So I refuse to for like two great. months until he threw it back out. Wow, that's a rough punishment. Jeez, yeah. Because I remember you be like, "You really not gonna kiss me goodbye? You really not gonna kiss me goodbye?" I'm like, yeah, you have to learn somehow. Like wow. apparently nothing else is working. So cruel. That's right. to, to the point where I have to make sure when when I was look earlier this year, I got a new job, and during the process, it was, "Are they gonna allow me to keep my beard?" That was that was one of the criteria points for getting a new job. Yeah, can I have a beard? Oh yeah, fuck yeah! I would I would I would be the same fucking way if I could grow that beard. Fuck yeah! <laughs> as soon as I grew that shit out, I'd be like, this ain't going nowhere. <laughs> my life depends on this shit. <laughs> that's why sometimes when you see my videos and it's looking extra bushy, like I haven't groomed the shit, that's because I'm like debating if I'm going to get in trouble for grooming it. <laughs> Usually, too, like you'll ask me to help 
tournament or whatever. And so I'll like I'll be like, oh yeah, this weekend. And then this weekend will happen. I'm like, uh, let's let's do it Monday. We'll yeah, do it Monday right. for sure. I'm like, keep putting it off. She's my official barber. So <laughs> if my barber's not free and I don't trim it, and then finally I do it, <laughs> then I get in trouble. I tried to get my wife to do mine, but she couldn't do it right. <laughs> all right uh, hey well let's uh wrap it up we'll let, we'll let you guys go so we can uh move on but we love talking to you guys um you're welcome back anytime obviously we loved hearing your story megs um we well, appreciate you joining us me. yeah absolutely, absolutely. You, anything else for them you good uh, that's it i just i can't wait to hang out with you guys at the gathering i mean absolutely. that's it oh, yeah yeah for sure see we you were... next wednesday yes yeah. all right well Literally. we'll see you guys next week have, have a good week all right yep you too see you guys whoop, whoop. See, see ya, ya. <laughs> Go <laughs> right out the door, but you know what, man? They came in with a bang. They left came with, in with a bang and left with a pow, and then we had a boom. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Vinny, we love you. Thanks for hanging out with us, homeboy. Oh, that, Once that, again, no, that that ain't right. I wanted to shout oh. you out. Um, nope. So before we get into uh, reviewing uh, the Wraith Hell's Pits, which you know, I, I let's be let's keep it real. There's not going to be a whole lot to say about that. But there ain't, man. I, I swear, every time I've heard this, I I I, I don't retain it. It's hard. To, it's hard. It's, so, it, it, it's, just, it's just there's nothing to this. Oh yeah, I know. So oh, Vinny Mac asks, is anyone getting high? Vinny Mac, you know I am, bro. You know I got you. I'm oh, always baby. You know I'm always <laughs> high. Yeah. High high on life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what I just did there, but hey. What's the song? It, what's it's, it looked good on camera, right? What's the weed song on here? It's Hydro. Twist it, give me lift it, got me zipping up and dipping, got me dipping up and dooping, up and dooping, up and down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, show that. 20th anniversary of the Green Book. I got this yesterday. On the anniversary, how you like that? Fuck yeah, man! That that's I mean that's kind of crispy and it, it's, cool. It's really cool. Um, I ordered this from Target. I pre-ordered it before. Um, Magic Ninja offered their like really cool like l- limited version, of course. But you know, um, I ordered pre-ordered it. It's cool. The the vinyls are gold. That's kind of neat. Feel free to pull it out. There's a cool. There's a booklet that came with it. Um. Um, the booklet that came with it is the same as the CD I found out. Um, I hadn't looked at the CD one in a long time, but. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, here, I'll, I'll click the zoom here so folks can see. Uh, yes, it's a, it's a crispy gold vinyl. It looks a little weird in our lighting. Um, it's got like a, uh, tie dye look to it. Yeah, it's kind but of. But you can't see it on the. It's camera. got like a marbling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little bit of a marbling. Um, and then the booklet. I I'll say this: the booklet has um their faces like this, but something's weird about it. Isn't Jamie's face weird? Like I know th- I I know even in the originals these are photoshopped. I remember, but even this face I think is different than the one that's in the CD, like the white face. It's, it just fucks me up. It's weird. Uh, well, I remember you pulled the plastic off and it was like just a white paint. Right. And maybe that maybe they just like scan that together. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. But yeah. nevertheless, the book is the same as the CD. So if you have the CD, you got all that shit. It's pretty cool. Um, most vinyls don't come with books. So that's pretty sweet. I like it. I recommend getting it. We love the green book. It is by far my favorite Twisted CD. I think it is their uh, magnum opus. I I could listen to it every day and never get tired of it. Truly. 
it's one they really loved working on and they were really hype about it and everybody was hyped about it. And when it came out, it, it delivered. I mean, it, yeah, it was a great album. Yes. So, yeah. Um, uh, much better than the album we're about to listen to. Uh, that, <laughs> that said, like, you know, <laughs> look, Hell's Pit is a fine enough album, but no one asked for these remixes. No one. Nah. But um, I might say that I might say. Nope. I might say that that I enjoy more of the remixes on this album than the last album. Oh, really? I think so. Still not great, but you know. Again, every time I listen to this album, nothing sticks. But in the moment, I might go, "Yeah, that yeah, that was a better." Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's clock him in and see see what we get. What what we like off uh, the Wraith remix? Two? Um, yeah, three? I, th- I think we liked yeah, just a couple of them. We liked Homies. We liked the Mike Clark songs. Homies, uh, Walking to the Light. Uh, I think this song is pretty sweet. Right off the bat, I think it starts good. Mike I, Clark school. I this. do like this. I'm not going to lie. This is. I think this is darker than the original. Yeah, this remix is really cool. And the guitar is like... Yeah. I mean, it just sounds a little more subdued but psychologically wicked yeah rather than just like bum, 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 with like a heavy this this kind of gets under your skin yeah it gives them room to, to it gives room for the lyrics yes. to breathe it's all like it's more deeper in the background you know and i think jay sounds pretty good on it. oh it sounds great Yeah, this reminds me of some, uh, I don't know, maybe some. I don't know. It's 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 good though. I, I like it. I you know I, I can't come up with words for it, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is probably the best remix on the album. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. I think um because oh Mike Clark did Hell's Forecast last time and we did enjoy that. Um, but yeah, the Mike Clark remixes on this album are fantastic. Uh, there's one I maybe don't care much for, but man, there's some good ones on here. But uh, I know I was shitting on the album and now I'm like oh this rules but the general feeling when I listen to this is I don't care I'd rather listen to the real album is what my general feeling is yeah uh, I think especially with Shangri-La I would much rather listen to the the actual album yeah the, the Mikey Clark mixes don't save it for me you know yeah I wonder if I can put a. Oh. I can put a. Yeah, uh, Kissinger's Media. Absolutely, this this is a great beat. Sounds good. I don't know if you've ever heard these remix albums. Check them out if you haven't. The Mikey Clark remixes are especially standouts. Check those out. I think you'd like them. Mm-mm-mm. Walk into the darkness, OG or remix? You know what? I think I'm gonna have to go with the the remix because I've never, never loved the OG. Never. I've always, I always thought that was lackluster. I've always, I've always thought the OG was dope, man. I, I love Walk into the Darkness. It's literally one, probably my favorite song on 
Hell's Pit. No joke. I just I just was expecting more. And this gives it to me. This is the actual psychological disturbing darkness yeah. that I wanted. Yeah, those horns and like yeah. creepy. You know what I mean? By the way, here's remember last week we didn't have the booklet. You were yeah. curious about that. By the way, I do want to say this about the CD. You know, Meg's brought this up. I want to call I'm gonna <laughs> talk about the quality of this CD case. I'm not kidding. The quality of the CD case fucking blows, all right? This uh who was this? Red distribution. This it is was a, those cheap ass two di- dude, two trays. This double disc. They it does. There's no chance of this keeping in there at all. And it flips open, and the back like cover can just fall out when you flip it open. Well, you got a broke uh, you got a broke hook on. There. Well, That's- why do those break so quick and easy? Yeah, well, yeah that's what I'm right. saying. Well, it, you you got a good point, but I know it's sometimes the um, people who take care of it. But even this one, I don't think anyone's missing on this one. I have a double. I have a a couple of these. Yeah. Cases. If you want to, I'll bring one over. You can switch one out. Really? All right. Yeah. God bought them. I bought the. Oh, the for real? Ones. If you yeah. have it, I bought them off Amazon. They're just as cheap. Oh, dope. <laughs> <laughs> they. Really I thought you meant like cheap. Like, oh, they're like even cheaper than this because they're made nowadays, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're true. like they're like way worse. <laughs> but hey, bring one over. For yeah, you. sure. If it has a fixed middle, just bring me the middle piece. Yeah. All right. Nevertheless, uh, but I, but like this is crazy i like this shit i mean yeah, yeah th- to me this one stands out more i, I don't know why I, that's, th- that's probably a hot take you know why it's mike clark it's it just stands out better it's crazier it's more it's more wicked it's more like i don't know it's more like it sounds like a fucking like a, you're walking through a cathedral in hell and it's slow and somber mm. All right, this is a Monoxide's remix of uh, Suicide Horrible. Hotline. Horrible. Think so? Suicide Hotline, the original, is one of my favorite songs it's off great. of Hell's Pit. This remix does suck. It's like funky. I don't mind the beat. I, I, I like the beat, too, but it's like for this song. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, the, it's very funky. Like, for Suicide Hotline, the original beat fits way better. This is like, man, dude, man. It's like, I, I, maybe this is what Monoxide thought. He was like, look, look, Suicide Hotline was depressing, okay? But it, it had a happy ending. Let me make the entire song sound like the happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel it. So that's probably what he did. But so it's not a bad beat. It's, I, I'm going to guess it's a beat he had already made. And just like yeah. threw it on here, and it's, it's it sounds fine, but the the OG is so iconic that I don't want to yeah. hear this shit. You know, no one asked for this. This yeah, is get not- it out of here. Get the get it the fuck out of here. We'll go to the next one. CPKs, I like. I like this. Yeah. Uh, no, well, you know what, Mikey Clark. I think I like this one better too than the original. Wow, really? I hate CPKs. Wow. And I've all dude. I'm not gonna lie. I remember when Jay rapped this. Yeah, I remember at the, at the seminar. Yeah, at the seminar gathering, he rapped this, and I was like, "That's trash." Really? Even back then, I was like, "That sounds like shit." I thought it was cool. I was like, "I was like, he's proud of that. That's like what he chose to rap off Hell's Bid." I'm sorry, but that's what, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was okay. In 2003, was it 2003? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it had to have been because it came out in 04, yeah. So in 2003 gathering, everybody was like, dude, what's Hell's Pit going to be? What hell, what's Hell's Pit going to be like? Jay was like, I got some lyrics. Check this out, y'all. I got the quick pitch killer when the turn into peace. <laughs> and I was like sitting there going, 
Uh, because this well, is well, dumb. First, he was also like, "Here's some of the. W- it's got the wickedest lyrics you've ever heard. You guys have never heard." He, he really hyped it up like that, yeah, didn't he? He was like, dumb. "All right, y'all." He's like, "Y'all ain't ready for this." All right, this is some wicked shit. Y'all ready for some wicked shit? And everybody's like, "Yeah!" And he's like, "That's right." Whatever the fuck. Uh, however, CBK says that's thought, what you hear. I thought Hell's Forecast was wickeder. I thought. <laughs> Uh, shit off riddle box was a thousand times wicked. I don't know. That said, though, I mean, I know I keep saying that said, but I, I do like CPKs. I like the OG. I like the remix. I don't have any problem with it, but I get it. I, think- I hate both of them. I like the OG a little bit better, or I like the uh, Mikey Clark mix a little bit better, but I, I don't like either of them. Hmm. I like that little, like, what's that little, like, trumpet or whatever in the background? What is that? Or saxophone. Yeah, like, it- <laughs> We're like killing preachers to jazz now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's sweet. But what about the like the triumphs and shit? That's cool, right? Mikey Clark's that's killing pretty it. cool, yeah. I do like this one a little bit better. Faggots. Look. Oh, there goes our monetization. Shit. <laughs> he said it. He said it. F. F. Bomb. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I'm mad they got rid of the hell, hell is a real place. I like that shit at the end of this. It's yeah. a real place. Why, hell, to tell the hell. I had a question, though. Why? Why? It, okay. It's a preacher. And, he, and he's obviously. Oh, that sounds like Legs Diamond, by the way. What's that sample? I'm sorry. He's a preacher and he's molesting. Yeah. And that's who they're talking about, right? Yes. Why, why does he got to be a faggot? Well, back then. <laughs> Why has he got to be a homosexual? Well, back then, that's what you called people who did that. So he's a homosexual. No, like, he's not a homosexual. He's a F- F-bomb. It's a different thing. You know that. Wait, hold on. We all know that. But it, why is he not molesting, like, why has it got to be, it, it, so he's molesting boys? You know that. Of course. They don't molest ki- girls. Priests and p- preachers don't molest girls. I think they, I think there's some deeper conversation on that that we're going to leave off this podcast. Perfect. Well, we'll save it for our uh, political podcast. We're going to start. Yeah, we're going to start that one up soon. Check it out, y'all. It's going to be called. It's going to be called. Keezy and Carver talk politics, and it's going to be huge. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but no. Crooked Pete Preacher Killers is probably one of the worst ICP songs. I, I don't. I've wow. never liked it. I know people like it. I know people like it. But All I just, right. I just want to, I, I want to hang on this. Look, for a I'm minute. not gonna, I'm not gonna defend it because I don't care about it. I don't like it that much. I do like it, but yeah, I, I, I can see why. It's a weird fucking, it's a goofy song with a goofy beat. The sentiment I love. I think it's great. Killing preachers. I like some of the imagery they use and shit. But you know, you know what I think that song was. It was like, man, I want to make a song that's like Mr. Johnson's head, where I'm killing, like I'm going after a particular thing, like a teacher. Okay. Te- a teacher that's teaching me shit history, and I'm just a crazy guy in the back, and yeah. and I and I and I'm going against authority. That's that's the the shitty teachers trying to teach me false education. So I'm gonna kill him be, because I'm already crazy. I mean, you're probably not wrong. And I think that's what he was trying to like create was like another type of that. And it just is not not even, dude. It's not even. It's a it's it's a light. It's a thousand light years away. 
of even coming close to Mr. Johnson's head. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, if you're going to compare it to Mr. Johnson's head, sure, it sucks dick. But a standalone in 2004 ICP on this album, it's fine to me. You know, that's kind of where I'm looking, how I'm looking at it. But yeah, standalone as an ICP song, it's, I say it, it's probably on the lower half of the songs I really love by ICB, you know? Yeah. And, and I know it's it's different. It's Shaggy and Jay. Mr. Johnson's head was just Jay. Sure. I get the comparison, though, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, I never got that feeling. I just always felt like they were trying to do something wicked, and like that was the first thing. Just like Jay wanted to do the butt fucking song, he wanted to do the killing preacher song, you know? Yeah. To be wicked. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> the butt fucking song. The butt fucking Lotus song. You know. I, I, uh, hey, by the way, I wish I wish Mars was there to tell him like, no, don't do the Crooked Peter Killers. Please don't. It just no. And like, and the thing about it is, is that's what he thought to spit at the seminar. That's what he thought was yeah. the shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're right. He thought that was the wickedest shit he could pull out. Um, there, I had a few notes. I just remembered. Um, I did have. I, I have a note that says "Welcome to the darkness" instead of "walking walk into the darkness." I think at the beginning of that song, he says "Welcome to the." Which yeah, is, yeah. Which is a one thing I wanted to point out. Yeah. Um, and one thing, what song is it where he says "Still up in a chair with my thoughts behind me"? I'm, oh, that was Suicide Hotline, right? I love. That line, still up in a chair with my thoughts behind me, right? He's saying like, Psh, like yeah, his, yeah, yeah. like his brains, like that imagery there is like, Psh. yeah, that's pretty good. I yeah. never really caught that as like an imagery thing, you know. Yeah. I, thoughts behind you, you just kind of brush off as like a random line, but he's literally talking about his yeah. like brain spider on no, that no, line. Stuck out to me as yeah. like very inventive, and um, I have a line that says, uh, oh. I, it's just a, a line that I, you know how sometimes you listen to a song that's been so long, you listen to it again, and you understand lyrics that you didn't before. Yeah, of course. There's a, there's a lyric, I think, on that's this the, song. That's the beauty of of, of, of rap, yeah. hip-hop, uh, lyricism. And by the way, this song, I, I want to talk about this song in particular, because Mike Clark, by the way, remixed this song. Do you recall the song? What's by the way, let's go back to Truly Alone. Hated that remix. Yeah, okay, it's next. not great. It's not great. Um, Love that song, though. Great song. One of the best songs off Hell's Pit. Bad in concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I love this song, but yeah. yeah. And, and when he's like on the mic, <laughs> yeah. like, truly One alone. light shining on him. Truly alone. Yeah, he's like a shadow. I, yeah, I don't know. ICP concert, just, just walk around and be hype. Perfecto. I mean. <laughs> and he plays like all three verses of it. Yeah. Anyways, um, this song, by the way, Every Day I Die, which by the way, on the original, I like. I like I liked it, the original. So I know... Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but when's the last time you listened to this Mikey Clark remix? Oh, man. It's been a while. Yeah. All right. So this, he does something very peculiar. I've never heard on a remix or any song for that matter. Mm. He he puts the beat like a, whatever, a quarter back or whatever, you know, like behind the lyrics. So the lyrics all start or whatever it is, vice versa. The lyrics all start like early on every beat and it's weird, but it works. On this song, it's but pay attention. Like you'll notice it immediately. But it it sounds like they're offbeat, but they're they're not. And it's it's a pretty cool tactic Mike did here. I've never heard him do it before. All right, let's check this out. So you're saying he starts with that guitar first? No, just the fact that it's like kind of like it's like the lyrics aren't on the beat like how you would expect it to be. See, 
like you know what I'm saying like he starts the he starts the lyric like a beat before you would expect it you don't know what I'm talking about so you're saying when he said this giant behemoth is coming that's where the snare would be yeah like the giant behemoth is but it's yeah. like not that yeah it's, it's like not, a beat before yeah, gotcha. it, does no, anybody I, know what I'm talking about it's weird I, I, I get what you're saying this that what's that, the hook Anyways, like he when the hook comes in, it sounds fucking. This, this beat was this beat, uh, the snare and everything was the backbeat. It, he 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 created this beat on the backbeat. That's why it sounds like that. Even listen, like Shaggy's verse starts like a beep. Soon. You can do that. You can do that in hip hop. You right. can go on the backbeat or you can go yeah. on the foreground beat, and but and the, it'll, it'll, most of the time it'll still work. I think it's fucking me up so much because I'm so used to how it originally yeah. is. But I, I was even thinking as as a writer, like if you were writing to this beat, I would never write it how they have how he's done it here. Yeah, I would write it to like the standard beat, but the way he did it, and I think it's also because they wrapped it to the original beat as intended. So. I think their inflections aren't like what you expect. Yeah. So I think that's all fucking me up. But it's very cool. It's it's interesting. At least he did something different. Benny loves it. Alright, I'll put the pole up. So far, everybody's like the OG. I do like this music. Okay. I think it's a good one. I agree. Yeah, I'll start By the way, uh, very soon, off topic, yes. no, please. new Cartoon Nightmares coming. Oh, hit the fucking new Cartoon Nightmares. I think they're debuting it next week at the gathering. Yeah, 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 yeah. The sixth and final Cartoon Nightmares. You've been waiting. It's coming next week. Um, yeah. That being said, I'm going to take me a little minute break. I'll go, be right back. Go take a little twinkle. Yes, we've been, you know, we, we've been uh, hard at work. Uh, when did we drop the fifth Cartoon Nightmares? It was like September or some shit. It's been a long time. So... We've been hard at work grinding. We've been grinding. You guys have no idea grinding. But uh, it's it's almost done. It'll be ready next week. Every Day I Die, Mikey Clark Remix. I like the guitar. I like everything about it. It's a weird mix. No one else, I guess, agrees with me, but... Blew my mind. Let's see. Super famous fun time guy started to make a cover of every day. Oh, that would be really cool. You know, DC, it's funny you mentioned that. I was bored at work the other day. I was actually listening to music, which I almost never do. I I usually listen to podcasts. And I fucking, you know, I turned on super famous fun time guys. I'll tell you, I didn't hate it. I didn't let it play. Um, Vinny, you said no way. I'll be seeing you all, man. Joining the crew, you you absolutely uh, may hang out with us at the gathering. Um, uh, let's see. Let me turn this down so I can think about my thoughts. 
Um, may you join? Yes, you could come if you're there. We'll be doing. We'll be at the podcast uh, tent, whatever the fuck it's called. Where it's the same place, the flea market. You'll see it on your Juggalo agenda map thing. The flea market. It's Thursday at noon. Come hang out with us. We'll be in the tent, kicking it, hanging with all the other cool podcasters. All the cool ones we'll be hanging out with. Mr. Green, I'm talking about you. <laughs> and Vinny, please come hang. We'll have our homie Gage. Maybe DC and Megs, but the Echo Side uh, tournament is at the same time, so who knows? Um, so they, they claim this remix of uh, The Witch is a Tech Nine. It's uh, the Tech Nine remix. It literally says featuring Tech Nine. By the way, not on it, but... Uh, seven Michael Su- Michael Seven Summers and Rob Rebeck did the beat. What do you think about it? Well, I'll say this. <laughs> I know I'm probably gonna sound like just no. a Hell's Pit hater. Please, this is another song I hate. I hate the witch. I don't. I don't like it very much. I've never liked the witch. Number one, why is it the witch? Yeah, that's very peculiar. They, they, they basically the witch is Satan. Yeah, I've never heard anyone refer to a witch as a boy ever. He and refer to a witch before this album. It's it, really weird. So I don't know why. Maybe is there? Does anybody know why the witch? It's the witch instead of the devil. Yeah, like, like what? Th- doesn't it seem like that's his, it, he's talking about the devil, but it's the witch. Yes, it is what he's talking. About. He's talking about specifically the devil. Yes. So if anybody knows that, let us know. But that's what it seems to me. But other than that, I've just never liked it. The story's okay. The descriptive lines are okay. Yeah. I, I think there's some very descriptive lines in this song that I, that make me visualize things. Mitch's in the middle. Mitch yeah, there's, in the middle. there's some cool stuff, but I just I, this song was so boring and like... I don't know. I kind of like this one better. I actually would agree. I like this one. A I actually little, do kind of yeah, like this one. I better. like this one a little bit. Better. Like it's it's fun. It's got like it's weird organ and shit. Like I don't know. He fit the it fit the vibe good. It's like a it sounds like a fucking yeah. like vampire beat or some shit to yeah. me. Yeah, you know. So it fits the theme. The witch, whatever the fuck that is, I guess. Uh, he Gage interpreted the witch as a demon. Um, Vinny says he's against the devil. Devil go home. <laughs> Maskey says the witch remix is probably the only remix I like over the the originals. So, oh really? Just this one? Or, yeah. or sorry, which one he say? Yeah, he said the witch remix. He's the that's the only one he likes over the oh, originals. Okay. All right, so bowling balls is the monoxide remix. I wanna take them home and they can stay at my place. All the talking I can do. I would never lie to you. We take a quick ride. Again, then I can find you and I can I don't hate the beat. It's not great, but always be around me because I'm keeping your head. Bowling balls. I actually do kind of like the original. Yeah. Let me see what notes I had. I kinda like bowling balls the original. I kinda like it a lot because it's fucking so goofy. I I like bowling balls. It's I mean it's it's a stupid song. And and you want to talk about why the witch? Why bowling 
balls. Again, yeah. I mean, I get it. Maybe the two eyes and the mouth, you could, you know, but they've never once before this song referred to a head as a bowling ball. It's always been a nugget or something else, you know? So it's weird that they just, they're just dropping. I mean, they're like Tech 9 dropping their own slang, you know? Yeah. That's all I it mean, is, I guess. That's how I see it. This is Bianca's and Beatrice's. I think back in the day, this is what was different about ICP in this era. Back in the day, if they would have said ice heads or bowling balls, they would have had a bowling song. They would have talked about like using heads to go bowling and yes, shit. Yes, yes. They would have like this song. Other than the name bowling yeah, balls, they, they don't no, even say the word yeah. bowling balls. Does he even say the word bowling balls in yeah. the song? I cut his head off because I hated him. Then I used his head to get a strike with the pins. You know, he would have. They would have said some shit, bowling shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's so weird. They called this bowling balls. Yeah. Like and, and like your head means so much to me, but why is it a bowling ball? Yeah, I don't like get it. bowling balls mean that much but, to you. But what do you name the song? Do you name the song "Your Head Would Mean So Much to Me"? What would be the alternative yeah, title? I mean, maybe they were like, yeah, let's just call it something. What what what's a good head? Your metaphor? head. I guess they could have just called it your head. Yeah, they, they could have called it a couple other things. But like, do you like your head? Hey, do you like the song your head? Can somebody you says something about a bowling ball, and Jay was like, oh yeah, that yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I will say this. I don't hate this remix. It's kind of cool. I wouldn't listen to it over the original probably, but I don't hate it. I like the like almost serious tone of the beat. I don't know. And by the way, he said I'm ill though. I never knew he said I'm ill though. I'm ill though. I didn't know what the fuck he said. Yeah. Uh, DC says because he puts them in a bowling bag and brings them to work. Is that what he says? I like how it comes in. I won't diss you. I like how yeah. that comes in. It's very dope. All right, so it's his bowling ball. Okay, I guess. Did he say he puts him in a bowling bag? And am I missing something? Does he say he puts him uh, in a bowling it's bag? It's a line in the song. DC I'm, says. I'm retarded. Then I just completely blew over that. Sorry. <laughs> how you want? That's funny. How how you want your eyelids open or shut? Like he's like making them up. Like yeah. he's like he's like. Has the head there? He's like, well, how you want your eyelids yeah. open or shut? And he said, I won't diss you. You want to wear a hat? What? Like, if you want to wear it, just tell me. That's fine. You can just wear the fucking hat. I just tell me. Well, you want to wear a hat? What? There's I won't diss so you. There's so many things going on. There's so many things going on with that song. Number one, the video where like they're brothers. Mom's gonna be pissed, Shaggy. They're killing people. They're chopping heads off. It's bowling balls, but they're also making it up like uh, like like uh, Ed Gein from uh, you know Leatherface, like the dude who inspired Leatherface, yeah. Ed Gein. It's like there's so much shit going on in that song, but the song it, the, the the name's bowling balls, so you have no. That's what you go in thinking. <laughs> they said they they said at the beginning of the second verse. There's a line about him putting it in the ball. Give me the. Ball. I don't remember. I'm sorry, but it's fine. Um, all right, so this is a remix of DJ Clay's remix of 24. I think it's uh, DJ Clay did his thing on it, but I don't give a shit about it. The original is iconic. Uh, yeah, I, think. I do like the original. One of my favorite songs off Hellspit. Yeah. He did a very, like, I don't know, it's a wacky remix, but I when I think about a remix, this is the kind of shit I think is like a remix, though. It sounds very remixy. 
Yeah, an actual DJ who does mixes. Yeah, remixed it. Yeah, yeah. he's like you, he's got the little cuts yeah. in there. It shit. Sounds like a true you know? remix. Yeah, and like he made the beat actually like fit like with the changes. And shit. It's not just like one straight beat all the way through. Yeah. So I appreciate what DJ Clay did here. I just, it, it's again, this is unnecessary, so I don't care about it. You know, it's not his fault. All right, I'm skipping on through burning up the Mikey Clark remix. This is one of my least favorite songs on Hell's Pit. What I remember about this remix is that this beginning's fucking amazing. I can't, but I, I always thought that I didn't like it after this beginning part. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's all right. It's got like a cool metal sound to it, you know. Dope. I don't hate it. I think it's, it, uh, this one might be better. I think they're all saying OG way better. I think they're talking about this song. Yeah, the way the the OG is dope. I, I do love it. But this is pretty cool too. I don't know. They're pretty, they're, oh, maybe they might have been talking about twenty four. We're on a bit of a delay. I'm sorry. Yeah, either way, twenty. This one in particular. Um, I, I like them both. Probably, just, probably the same. Okay. This one's all right, but I mean, Mike Clark's doing his thing once again, but I feel similar. The, the guitar is cool. Once again, I told my Mike Clark theory last week about um, I think they wanted Mike Clark to remix all of these. That's why there's so many of him. But then they just couldn't finish it for whatever reason and then release this shit. That's my, that's my guess. Is that, is that true? No, that's my theory. Oh, okay. My fan yeah. theory. They wanted to uh, get him to do the whole thing, but it just was taking too long. That's my theory. Now, is that the theory with Woe? That Mikey oh. Clark did the whole thing and it just took too long? I haven't heard a single theory about Mikey Clark at all, so I don't think so. Is, is Woe going to be Mikey Clark? That's a great question. I seriously hope so. Please be Woe or be Mikey I have a question. Uh, didn't DC ask Kuma if he did any uh, production on, on this? And Kuma said no. I think so, yeah. It might have been Max Rebo. Uh, but nevertheless, yeah, Kuma said he did not do any production on Woe. So, if it's not Kuma, it's what? Hopefully not Shaggy the Airhead and Devereaux. That's what we're hoping for, Hopefully. right? Hopefully. Has, I mean... I mean, if it's not Kuma, I really hope it's Mike Clark. Maybe Mike P come, comes back and... I don't know. I'm going to say Mikey Clark did it. I hope so. And I'm going to say the main reason why Woe was delayed is because... Certain people relapsed, and certain people had to go through trauma and, and get all that together, you know. And, and Gage says the impre- he gets the impression that MEC is hard to get stuff done. Um, with Axe, made it seem like they have been waiting on his end to finish their album. Oh, so he's been working with um, Al Azul, right, to finish oh, yeah. their album. So he he claims they're waiting on Mikey Clark, but Mike. You know, if if that's what if that's the price you pay to get Mikey Clark yeah. on your album, I'll wait two goddamn years. I'll, dude, I would much rather wait a few years between albums than just shit out some fucking beats that they rap to. Absolutely. He's Absolutely. Mike Clark's fucking a, He's a fucking artist. He's not just like yeah. a he's not just like a service providing Dude, a, you can't just make beats great fucking timeless beats in 
six in a couple months and say, here you go. Yeah. They take forever. Instrumentation, laying out, getting the sounds right. I mean, I, you have to have the feeling. You have to have the motivation to even do it. And the motivation it is not constant. An artist motivation hits, and you have to jump on that moment. Yeah, you have to catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that that's how you know. So you may miss it. You may get this crazy idea and not be able to and not be able to get to the boards to get it done. Yeah. And then you have to wait. Then you yeah. have to wait that's, until it dude, comes again. That, that's art, right? Yeah. That's how art works and create create creativity. Yes. Most of the mo- the best art has never been made because artists can't get to their materials in time to get it done mm, and then they lose it and then they may try to and then they may go back to it and can't get it out the way they were feeling yeah. at that time i mean how many raps have you written that are just lost to exactly, the ether man. you know that are just <laughs> exactly you you have you have genius ideas and you can't get them on paper and yeah. get them created mm. and that that's and most art is that what you get is like the shit that you can get to in time and get captured. Yeah. You know. Absolutely, dude. I'm with you. 100%. Other, If it's not that, it's not art. It's a product. You're right. And that's what Mikey Clark is not selling a product. He's yeah. selling himself. Like, you want to hire me? I'll do it. Yeah. You just, you know, you'll fucking wait. When, you know, I don't blame Mikey Clark at all. Like I said, if I'm working with my, as long as I ain't paying him by the hour, yeah. you know what I mean? Then I'd be kind of annoyed. But, I mean, if you pay him the fee... And he's got to make his shit take Mike take as long as it fucking takes if I'm paying you for for uh, sure. Yeah, uh, DC says Gage and I were discussing Mikey Clark doing whoa. Uh, Zool has been waiting on Mikey Clark for their new albums as well, so makes sense. So he on says the, the same delay. thing. Yeah, I don't know where they're getting that. Uh, I mean, it's maybe true. I guess if if DC Fago guy's saying it, it must be true. That's what I say. I believe it. That's where I get my news. I'll go to the grave with it. <laughs> uh, Justin Manny said maybe Tech Nine did Woe's production. <laughs> He's oh. making a joke about how Tech Nine was not on, or Tech Nine produced uh, fucking uh, whatever song it was. Everyday, or I'll say sedatives. Oh yeah, sedatives. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. No, you're sedatives good. is another one of my least favorite uh, songs on. Hellspit. Yeah. This song kind of sucks. I will say this part right here. I don't know why, but that's that line. Yeah, pretty funny. That line always stood out to me, and it's been stuck in my head all week because I've been listening to this album. I just keep thinking, hold it, Corker, wait, that thumb, hold it right. How do you make that sound? How do you do it? Freak. It's almost like he's saying freak, but he's like, it's like a more of a, like a, you know, how do you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I implore everyone to try to make that sound. If you cook it with your thumb, I hold it right. <laughs> That's close, right? You got to do like a fleet, like a you got to make an R and an L sound at the same time, almost. P H P H R L E E K. Something like that. Uh, Maskey says I love the OG sedatives, but I couldn't care less about the remix. Yeah, I don't I don't like the OG at all, and I don't like the remix at all. All right, um, this is the uh, remix for In My Room. I'll say this. This beat is fucking cool. I like it. It's like very like California to me, you know? 245 and the bell went off. Thank God. I think it's. I think this one's fucking sweet, man. I like the OG more. I think, but I like the like. Yeah. I like the happy like. This ain't bad. I like the happy vibe this one gives off. 
and the in the hook, the way he, the way he's, uh, sit, I'm sorry, I'm gonna turn this down. The way he sit, sings the hook, the inflection in his voice sounds different because of the beat, I think, and it's it, it gives it like a different like tone. I think you'll you'll notice when it comes on. Here it comes. They, they, listen, they, hold on, let me point out. He goes, in my room, you and I. And well, in the original, it sounds like, in my room, you and I. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's like a weird like difference there that I'm noticing, but nevertheless, I'm sorry. Uh, I like the remix, Mask. He says, even with in my room, I feel like the remix just takes away from the feeling. Yes, the, the, this is a lot less creepy than the original. And I love the original because of how creepy it is. That's a good point. It's a great, creepy song, just like Meg said. I think that was the one she said that she fell in love with. It is a, it's a good song to fall in love with. It's a great. Uh, I would say, mass marketed ICP song like that. Yeah. A lot of people could really like. Yeah, and they do. You know, Jay played. Yeah. He plays that. He it was playing that on the Obliteration uh, tour. Yeah. Um, he knows like, <coughs> like this song is this song is ICP's most popular song. Do you know that? I I know it's very popular. Like my kids know this song. Yeah. When like I was playing this album in my car and this song came on, my kids were like, turn that up. What do you? What is this? I was like, this is a remix. And my room like, no, I don't like that kid. But I had two, <laughs> two two different kids at two different times told me that they didn't like the remix. No, they both yeah. told like, no, this is weird. They're, so it's funny how like even they my kids by the way do not care about or like ICP at all. But I force them to listen to it by the way. But. You know that's that's their opinion. To them, this is this is like when you hear an old school classic rock song that you never really cared about the band, but you know the song, yeah, and you think it's cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear it, and then you hear a different version of it, and you're like, wait a minute, that ain't yep. right. Exactly, that's exactly what's happening. But uh, I do like this. I think it sounds happy. It, it gives me a cool feeling. Yeah, but yeah. Obviously, the 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 original is iconic. Uh, original is uh, op. Obviously, this one is just fun. I think this one will be fun to pop on from time to time. Just like throw on like a summer playlist, yeah. you know, <laughs> because this song is so iconic. Oh, and, and I do. And I do believe this song keeps Hell's Pit's head above water. It's what keeps it. This is one of the songs in Hell's Pit that keeps it sinking as a shitty album to me. OK, um, I'm making a note to make ICP summer playlist and in my ICP room remix. You, you got to have uh, Juggalo Island. On oh, there. of course. What else would be on the ICP Summer Remix, guys? We'll put it out there. Uh, there's some good ones. There's plenty of them. Oh, I'm plenty sorry. I said Summer Remix. I meant Summer Playlist. Um, but yeah, this I think this one gets a, a my approval. I do like it, but, you know, it's, again, it, 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 I like it separately it from fi- the original. It fits. I think yeah. I th- it's not as good, but it's it, it equally just as it, it fits as a, as a song. Now, this girl... I would I would say this is probably the same girl that I wanted to fuck from Cotton Candy and Popsicles. Oh, yeah. Of course. Okay, I just want to make that clear. Ooh, DC Fagor says The Tower because it was hot that day. All right, so if we put every hot song, though, we'll be talking... It's got to be kind of fun songs, too. Like, fun, like, bump in the car with the windows down, stereo up, summertime, ICP jams. That's why that in my room fits in. The Tower, maybe. I, I'd have to go back and uh, see, but... You know the vibe I'm looking for. All right, this is Angel. F- oh, good. 
Here we go. Comment on this I song. I was going to say, uh, what, what, what's the Tempest song? The one where they're on the ride. Ride the Tempest. Oh, is that a good summer uh, playlist song? I think that's a good summer playlist. Ride the play- Tempest? Because it, it sounds like a summer, like like you're at a you're at an amusement park. I'll put it on the list. Dun, 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 oh, Juggle a Party. That's a good one. Yeah, Juggle a Party's a good one. I'd say yeah. have a ride on there somewhere. Okay, I ride like that. Song. That's a good one. I like you're at a carnival in the summertime. Yeah, man. And I think Ride the Tempest or whatever the hell the name of that song is. I can't remember. That's like one of the one of the better fun time feeling ride songs. I, I dig it. I like it. Um, so what do you think about this remix? It's very Cottonmouth. I hate it. <laughs> I like. I love Angels Falling. Another classic on this album on the uh, Hell's Pit. This is trash. You think so? Fucking hate. What this. about that? No, I don't like anything about it. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I do want to. There's one thing I do like about this remix. I want. I want to find it at the end. After this last hook. Here we go. Listen, here it goes. Cool. It's cool. Maybe not this part. All right, I hiked it up too much. Now, now it's not going to... I didn't hear nothing but a jumbled mess of trashed, remixed vocals of a, like a beautiful hot girl. Yeah, I know. My beautiful, uh, sexy lady. This part, maybe. Nope. Oh. I like how they put like they they're like yeah the scratching's okay. They got Jay and Shaggy in there. Yeah. You know, like listen, listen, here we go. Oh. Nobody likes this but the Ooh, uh, Gage. Yes, Bang Pa Boom. The title, the actual track, Bang Pa Boom. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, summer song. You're out in the desert. In the deserts of Nevada, where nothing. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, we need those happy summertime songs. Is that Sugar Slam on the hook on that? On Angels Falling. Wait, does that mean that's Sugar Slam on the hook on Cotton Candy or in the song Cotton Candy and Popsicles also? I, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know how long Jay's. I don't know when Jay met Sugar Slam and how long they've been together. I know it was for a while, but that does kind of sound like Sugar Slam. I don't know if that's her on the hook in Con Candy and Popsicles. I don't believe that. Uh, that does. Angels Falling, it does sound like Sugar Slam. And I still stand by that. I still do want to fuck her. DC said, yes, sir. Sorry, Violent Jay. I'm sorry. When, She's were a they, sexy lady. Were they together at that point? Um, Yeah, that's a good question. I, I would know. imagine they are because who. Uh, he was uh, 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 Joey Jr. What, what's his name? Joey, Little Joey? Uh, yeah, something like that. LJ? J Jr.? <laughs> JJ? JJ. Uh, he was born, like, what, a couple years later? So yeah, that's true. I would imagine they had to. Look, DC said she was on Cotton Candy. Angels Falling was her first appearance. She was on Doornail Do- Dorothy as well. Wow. I love him dropping facts, I guess. See, I had no fucking clue that was Sugar Slam. Literally no clue. Mm. My dream is to meet her one day. Yeah. I want to meet her. Here's my list of people I want to meet. In from three, two, one. Sugar Slam, Face Tap Mommy, Finny Matt Kissinger. <laughs> you go, well, you got one. Oh, you're talking about in person. Yeah. Yeah. So for, that's three people I want to meet in person. I need to get down to. I don't know what he's. I can't remember what he's talking about. But <laughs> that's a sucks about being on a little bit of a delay. I think it's like on. A, 10 or 15 second delay, so it's, it's tricky going with the chat. What do you think about Manic Depressive Fritz the Cat remix? hate it. It's very boring. I like the strings. No. I think somebody could have done something cool with this song, but not 
Here's, here's the problem with strings like that. Like the... You're talking about the cello strings. Right? Oh, no, I'm talking about the... Well, the... the that that shit you hear on the hook is also strings, oh, okay. but they're they're, ling- they're elongated. Like you take the bow and you go, okay. And I think it's a cello. And the thing about that, they don't sound good to rap beats when you do them that slow. Ah. Okay, they, that's where you get the boring feeling. Well, this is a boring. This, the rest of this beat is very boring. It's like ding 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 ding. ding. Very boring. Horrible. Uh, Horrible. Man, you're Somebody earlier said this is one of their favorite songs. They come back to it. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> I'm <know>. sorry. <laughs> don't understand I, it. I, I apologize for anybody that I, I, you know, that maybe got offended by me saying this is trash. Oh, and that's that must be Sugar Slam on the on that one too. And to get by into um, that song, I never liked either. Like that song kind of sucks to me. Um, I don't know, man. Here's Maskey's. Uh, I like I like manic. I like the original manic depressant. Okay, a lot. I do. It's a, it's another one I love on Hell's Pit. The ori- uh, you know the original version, but uh, that remix is no, mm-hmm. no, don't no, 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 get it away. Okay, well that's that. Well, we did it. We got this shit out of the way, man. <sighs> There's nothing else on there, huh? There's no remix to uh, Sh- Shaggy took took the plate. Nope. Chicken on the fridge. Nope. What the hell is that called? Uh, Underground Baby. No. Underground Baby. Yeah. How do you even remix that? That would be a a brutal task. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They probably asked somebody to remix it and they're like, no. (laughs) It switches up like 40 times. Yeah. (laughs) I ain't going to take my bam. Manic Depressant. It's a weird one. Yeah. It's a weird song. I've I've never been really a fan of it. I have to say. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let me see if I had any notes. Um, what, I, you know what? All I can say about that song is what a way to kill a fucking party. Yeah. And I thought that about Hell's Pit in general, the entire album. I was like, what a fucking way to kill a party, dude. What, Manic Depressive? No, no. Hell's Pit is oh. an entire album. Oh, it's a very like dreary album. After shit, after literally Shangri-La and, and Wizard of the Hood. Mm-hmm. And how the fucking high and the party that was and the the great feeling that was. And then all of a sudden Hell's Pit comes out. Dude, it fucking it 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 put a slog to the feeling. What do you think? Do you to think- me? It, it 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 took the feeling of being in a juggalo and like the fucking just the high that I was on. Yeah. It just dropped it. Like Let, let's 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 talk about this uh hypothetical. What if do you think the original concept for the Wraith like when when they were when Jay was like talking, okay, him and Shaggy are literally having a discussion about Joker's cards. That you're laying them all out. They, who knows how far ahead they went? But it's finally time to talk about the wraith. All right, they figure out they're going to do the wraith. Do do you think at that moment they decided to do two albums, or do you think they it was intended to be one album and then they only split it to make double money? And to make this other extra part of the lore. I think it was always meant to be one album, and I think the Shangri-La was that album. I, I agree. Then they, then they decided to split it because I said, hey, if we're if it's if it's death, let's do heaven and hell. Yeah. That that just makes sense. But I think it was supposed to be an original the it, it was supposed to be one album and they had The tra- Wraith. Yeah, the Wraith, and they had tracks about Heaven and Hell yes. on, on that album. Yes. But they decided to split it. I think the Wraith was their album. It was their full intention. It was their full. But 
it, it was the high that they had. That we're telling you, this is what we are. We believe in God. We want to go to heaven. This is it. Boom. And then they were like, well, it's heaven and hell. Let, let's take all that. Let's take that hell feeling and try to put it on a whole nother CD. Yeah, we'll get more money. I don't think it was just to make more money. Sure. I think it was to add to their lore as, but as well. They had already. They were already known to do that, though. They, released, they busted their nut with the race. But they released several versions of Jekyll Brothers. I mean, as far as like you know, uh, they the ones with the jackets. You could get Jake or Jack. My, the, you could get three versions of Malenko. I'm just saying, it, it was already a marketing. Thing. Yeah. I, th- I think Bizarre Bizarre was definitely a thing. They were like, well, we can do a double album, but, but it. I think it, they planned they plan on Jekyll Brothers originally being a double album, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. by the way. But there was no, but it's, there's no, no comparison. Bizarre Bizarre was a co- both albums cohesive all the way through, the same energy all the mm-hmm. way through. Yeah. Wraith and Hell's Pit, two completely different styles of energy. Uh, uh, Shangri La was a party. You felt good. Mm-hmm. It was them at their creative peak. Hell's that, that was what we had waited a decade for. And I loved it and it delivered and Hell's Pit was a letdown to me. Yeah. It was a, it was a it was a buzzkill. It was just subpar in in my opinion it was subpar flows. Yeah. But what that's it was what subpar production. It, it feels, was subpar everything. To me it feels like Hell's Pit was almost like tacked on just because like Jay was like Oh, like when they came out with the idea to, I think they originally planned to do one and then he decided at some point to split them. And I think some of the tracks ended up on both and then a few fillers got sprinkled in too, unfortunately, but the fillers are still good. I'll I'll talk about those later, but I I think had it been released as one album, we we would have got like a true like masterpiece. I love Shangri-La for what it is. Don't get me wrong, but um, having the one album, Mikey Clark, that was the dream. That's the ultimate reality I live in. I yeah. would like to live in rather. Um, that wasn't it though. And heaven was Mike P man, but that's why Shangri-La was Mike like, P. Why did, why do you think they had, he made the choice that he had to do that to it do was. the Shangri-La Hills, but why did he, why? I don't, I don't know because maybe he didn't think he, he didn't want to, this is what I think. He was on such a high. He was on such a good feeling. He was losing weight. He was like, I don't want to put that depressing hell shit on this album. I want this to be a party. I want this to be our coming out album of we believe in God. We are going to heaven. This is what I want it to be. I don't want to, I don't want to slot, uh, to, you know, I don't want to put any darkness into this. There was some dark songs, but if it, it kind, if you think about it, it actually fits in what happened, what happened was supposed to happen. You have Shangri-La, which is the how ha- the high and then you got Hell's Pit, which is a low on all ends. It doesn't sound good to me. It's a depressing album. And what would would Hell sound good? Would no. going to Hell be good in any way? No, it's supposed to be a kind of agony, right? So to me, it fits. <laughs> what about this? It's, it's literally the most agonizing album. I think one of the most agonizing albums they've ever put out. What do you say to someone who says that Hell's Pit was kind of like a reset to ICP? And they kind of had to build, they like had to put themselves in a hole totally and build agree. themselves back up. Totally agree. Like they had to do that. I absolutely agree. I think Hell's Pit, they dropped substantially in so many ways mentally. They like had to start over. It. Yes. And they built up. And by the time they got to Bang Pow Boom, they built back up to, a, a, to their new peak, their next peak. And they're still building. Yeah. They build up, they build up, they build up. I, th- I, I honestly, I think Lost, Lost and Found, they kind of dropped. Mm-hmm. They they dropped with yeah. lost and found, 
but then they kind of built back up again. I mean, my I notice every peak though has a Mike Clark at the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> yum yum, I do love. I love, love, love yum yum. Well, I, I think do. every peak they have a producer that is like not afraid to tell them what they need to do. Mm. And I think that's why I found is as much as people mm. want to hate on uh what's his face? Otis. Young, young Wicked, I think yeah. Otis was able to harness them for mm. found. And that's why found sounded so good. That's a great that's a uh, great thing to point out. Yeah. You're right. I mean, they have to work with it. They have to work with the producer yeah. to produce the kind of shit that we're like yeah. fiending for, you know? <laughs> so that's what we need. That's what we fucking need. Anybody can do it. I think Kuma could do it. I think Kuma could do it. Anybody uh, can. They just yeah. have to like, they really have to like mind meld, you know, yeah. in the studio. Yeah, well, you have to. It has to happen. When you're a band, it's, it's, it's part of being a band. Yeah. A rapper, rappers and a producer is still a band. Yeah, you have to be able to, you know, right. Be in the moment with it. Um, let's see uh, comments. Let's see. Uh, I think Manic Depressive's perfect closing track. Yeah, I mean it's pretty shitty. Uh, you're right. <laughs> uh, notice a lot of first deck juggalo, jugglers such as myself. This is Masky saying this. Seem to enjoy Hell's Pit more than OG Juggalos. Oh, OG Juggalos. HP recruited me. See, that's that. That's what's so interesting too. Is like we're sitting here kind of like talking about it as if it's a low in ICP's career and it somehow brought so many people in. Do you think it, maybe it was because like it was, like I said, like a reset and yeah, people I, kind of like, it, like what the fuck? Let's check it out now, I guess. I agree. And I'm not, not to drone on too long about this, but I, I think we got what Hell's Pit did for newer Juggalos. We got that scattered through the original six. We got that with, with shit like, Killing Fields. Killing Fields. We got that with stuff uh, of like how many times off of Malenko. We got that scat. We got that feeling, mm. that wicked, depressed, horrible feeling from the other dead one from other songs throughout their entire first de- uh, first deck, right? Yeah. And then newer jugglers coming in didn't have that. They they didn't connect to those. They didn't know, you know. So Hell's Pit just kind of did it for them. It's right kind of like there. a, it's kind of like an all-in-one inclusive. Like here's yeah. the wicked that we yeah. do in one little package. Yeah, here's the wicked that we do and how we do it. And that's why it connected so hard because most jugglers throughout the entire six jugglers connected to those kind of songs, like the horror times, songs, like the horror songs. Yeah. Like, and he's like, oh man, I love I love their funny shit, but man, that wicked shit. And I think just Hell's Pit kind of provided that for a newer I could see fan that. base come yeah. in. You know. It's interesting. For me, I was always into ICP because of their funny, lighthearted, happy shit. That's yeah. what I love. They're hilarious, like witty lines as well. I I've never got loved. an ICP because I Eat Monopoly I, and Shit Out Connect yeah. Four. Sign me the fuck up immediately. Yeah. For me, you know? I, I what brought me in was the happy, funny <laughs> shit. So yeah. like the, the 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 whole wicked thing never appealed to me. Yeah. I never loved ICP because they were wicked. I, mean, I, I think like you know how it's just it it's just cool to like horror, you yes. know? So I think ICP is like, I like they're, the they're comedy pro- horror. They're, they're providing, they're filling the musical side of that for people who yeah. like horror. Like, you horror. know, exactly. And I think that's what Hell's Pit did. Yeah. For me, I like comedy more. Yeah. I like the comedy horror. Give, yeah. give me, give me you, clever is what I want. Yeah. Give me clever comedy <laughs> horror rather than the, the press, like Jay trying to really be, horrific and depressing yeah i i, I don't like that I, I want him to be funny and lighthearted and and clever yeah i'm, I'm with that but i i understand that's 
a lot of times that's not what you're feeling. So you're going to do other. So I get it. I get why people like Hell's yeah. Pit, but it was just never for me. I get that completely. Like we, we had a different experience. So it is hard to kind of um, connect completely, but it's, it's fun to theorize and talk about like this. Um, yeah. uh, Maskey said, if Woe is, is as good or better than Pug Ugly, I think Yum Yum will stand out as one of the better eras of ICP since the end of the first deck. What do you think about that? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I'm, I still kind of view myself as outside. I, I have been in this whole era, right? We've yeah. been here doing podcasts this whole era. Yeah, we but started. I, I, we started when Fearless Fred first came out. I still feel like it's. I've, I'm not in this era. I'm not connected to it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I feel like I am, but I, it's. I don't know what that means. I guess to be to feel connected to. Yeah. I. I will say that. I enjoy the music they're putting out, but as far as like a feeling of an era, I don't really feel anything like that. So maybe I'm. Maybe that's yeah what I'm experiencing, but maybe maybe when I look back at this era in a couple of years, I'll be like, yeah, you know, the Yum Yum era was pretty dope. Yeah, so, so it, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, when you're in it, it is hard to yeah. see. It's kind of like the family era, we didn't know like what yeah. it was. We thought we'd have that forever. Yeah. I say the memories that I've gained in this era, I'll remember. Oh yeah, so, I mean, yeah. the the Fred and Yum Yum era encapsulates Deck One Dole. You yeah. know, it, that's that's the cool part about it. Meeting, yeah. hanging out, and meeting people like a DC Fago guy, and Gage, and uh, Violent J the Country Singer, and you know everyone else I didn't mention. But uh, that that part is what's what's going to be memorable about the Yum Yum era. Um, Meg, to answer your question about do I like Yum Yum better than the Seeds? Uh, I I'll take the Yum Yum album over all the seeds. Yeah, completely. I do like the Yum Yum album as a whole. There's, yeah. there's there's lows and highs to me, but I do like the album. I really love I, it. I would probably, if I'm going to listen to something and say, "Hey, here's ICP's newest shit," I'll probably throw in Yum Yum. Maybe, yeah. I don't think I'll throw in the seeds. I, I could see throwing in um Pug Ugly like Abracadabra is a real easy like. Easy, easy yeah, but you might as well throw old ICP in yeah. if you're going to throw that in. That's true. That's true. Yeah, if you want to see, say, here's some new ICP. Yeah, yeah yum yum isn't a bad idea. Um, that's yeah. good. That's a good question. ASCII uh, Death Pop is a classic. I think that's a great album. Yes. Uh, G- Gage said he likes lore in the seeds more. Wow, that's interesting. Um, De- uh, DC Fake Guy has nostalgia for the Death Pop era. I don't. We, I don't have any nostalgia for that because I wasn't in it at all at that time. I, li- I I remember when that album came out, I was doing cable. I was rolling around a lot with my uh, cousin, Mikey. He was like, uh, me and him, I was training him. And we, that summer, we did listen to Death Pop a lot just because, you know, we were like, fuck, we were just cruising around in the truck and listening to it. So I have nostalgia for it in that sense, but I don't, I don't have any other memories of the era. I was so out yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I, I was too. I remember the album, but not yeah. the era. I do remember the Bang Pow Boom era though, because mm. I went to the con, the, the mm. tour. I bought the album. I was and, a little more out of it than you. I still yeah, I, think, I think that uh, that era stands out to me. But I, you know, with this era, like I said, like you said, Fred Yum Yum, Deck One Dell. That's kind of where we came in. So mm-hmm. I think this will stand out years from now. Yeah. Uh, as a exciting era for for me, absolutely. So. Um, Meg's made another uh, interesting, very cool comment. Uh, she said, "I think the seeds album should have come with actual seeds that you could plant. How cool would it be to get a mystery seed to plant and not know what you get until it <laughs> That'd grew? Be kind of cool. And then you're like, look, uh, you would always remember that. That'd yeah. be so fucking sweet. There's my woe plant. You'd There's get, my pug ugly. That you would name the plant pug ugly, of course. You know, you'd there's get my some, wicked fig. Uh, <laughs> I will say this. You'd get, it, it, I planted an I planted a garden this year. 
And I planted the, uh, don't send me an Asian lettuce because they get parasites oh, and no. basically just have to, they don't work. So <laughs> that would have been a horrible memory. All the flowers that you planted in your backyard all turned into Asian lettuce. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I think this is, I don't know. I, I guess we, I guess we're coming to the feeling of the end of an era. Wow. Here. This is next week is the, like, it will be the end of the yum. yum. They, yeah. they still have yet to do a tour. Yeah. Since, since yum yum's lore count has come out. I don't think there is. They've not done a fucking ICP be, tour. I don't think there's going to be a tour for this. Man. This will be the first. Well, cause we'll, COVID it was happening right when it happened. Yeah. So no tours. And then there's yeah. Jay's health, but now Jay's tour and Shaggy's tour and solo. Like let's do the fucking farewell tour. Let's do the yum yum tour. I don't know if there is going to be a farewell tour anymore, dude. I hope. They're, I think they're just going to fucking do what they want now. I, I don't know. That's no, a whole nother show. On. That's know, a whole nother topic. I, I think they should and will do a like Yum Yum era tour. I think they will. You think they will? Yeah. Really? When? Next year. You think that? Yeah. Man, that that's that's a bold statement. If they do that, man, you're that's <laughs> I'll give you high praise if you come to, if that comes true. I think they have to, man. I don't think they will. Though. I think they have to. I don't think they will. They can't just disrespect their this era like that. You know? And did they ever do a Fearless Fred tour? I don't that COVID was happening then too. 2019 was when Fearless Fred came out. Oh, well no, it was a year till uh I don't know. I thought they did, maybe. I don't remember that. I don't know. When, when was the show we went to when Ouija came out? That was that uh, gorilla show that they what, did. What year was that, though? Oh, uh, was that 17? Probably. Yeah, because they did the 17 cypher at the yeah. wrestling ring. Never, Nevertheless. Fury Fest was the tour for... Yeah, see, I don't... We didn't go to that. I don't know why, but... Spring of 19, huh? That was right when we started the show. All right, who cares? Who gives a shit? Um, all right. Was there anything else you want to talk about? We're at uh, hour 46, man. Was there anything else you want to touch, touch on? I think that's it, man. Uh, I, I like. I want to reiterate that it does feel like the end of an era now. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's a, I never. I haven't thought about that until just now. No, yeah. this gathering was releasing. It kind of seems like this is tying up an era, and we're we're probably here at the uh, climax of it. Yeah, and hopefully Mike Clark's there with us. And this is the last. He's here for this gathering. That leads, yeah. that gives me very high hope that he did produce woe. Yeah. And he's helping with the sixth. Maybe he's you know, he's like, fuck Axe. I'm working on the clowns album. I'm working on the fucking sixth. Yeah. Finally, I'm working on the sixth. Yeah. I wonder if Mike Clark has that feeling. I hope that, dude. Because that if they say anything, if if any news comes out about the sixth at all within twenty twenty three, we can pretty much say right now, this is the end of an era. This is the gathering, the last gathering of this era. This is probably a last Dick one that dealt show of this era. When we come back after the gathering, well, we'll do the gathering show, but yes, after the gathering. Yeah, you're right. We'll, we'll be in, we'll be in a new era. It's pretty, I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm thinking that, yeah, hmm. a- after the gathering, what comes out, we, we might get something that starts off, kicks off the new era. So that'll be fun, man. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about, Whoa. we'll try to talk about that on the show. If we get time to listen to it all, we'll show, we'll, our, we'll be there by the way, at the gathering, um, Thursday at noon. Okay. Thursday at noon, come to the, um, flea market tent. That's where like the, fucking rap contest was and the Morton's list thing, the big circus tent in the back, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. 
That's where we'll be Thursday at noon with all the other uh, podcasters doing our show. Come hang with us. We'll talk. I, I, I think at the show, I don't want to talk that much. I'd rather talk to Juggalos. I think that's going to be our the plan of action. Yeah. We'll see how that goes, though. Um, if we want to talk about, if we have time to talk about, well, we will. But if not, we'll do a proper show on that after. Um, but uh, other than that, I didn't really have anything else to touch on, man. You good? I think I'm good. Hey, send me more songs for that ICB summer playlist. Let's get that. <laughs> Let's get that rolling. I want to fucking cruise around listening to ICB, man. All right, man. Let's shuffle the fuck up on out of here. Slide this one right back into the deck where it belongs, <laughs> baby. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>